So last week, last Sunday, after Masses, I had the opportunity <clears throat> to uh, drive down to Champaign and visit uh, the Newman Center at the University of Illinois with, with Father Mano. We were visiting uh, some young men discerning the priesthood in our diocese, including my cousin who's thinking about uh, joining the diocese, which is great. It was really, really exciting to go down there. I always loved that, that campus, and they have a great Newman Center there. A lot of vocations have come out of there. A lot of guys I was in seminary with went to University of of Illinois, and uh, it just so happened that one, Father Mano had never been there, and two, we showed up about 45 minutes after Illinois uh, won the Big Ten Championship. So needless to say, they had something to be excited about, and there were people on cars, and Father Mano was losing his mind. He's like, this is amazing. I'm like, as much as I'd love to say it's like this all the time, this is a first for me too. And uh, we had an awesome time, the nine o'clock mass down there. It's all candlelit and beautiful and being able to pray with the students and visiting with these young men. So Monday, a day off, we, we spent the day there, but driving back, I mean, I was, I was in a great mood, wonderful mood. And I get back to the rectory all, you know, feeling good about life. And my senior's chilling in the kitchen with like a little wry smile on his face. And, uh, you know, we were catching up. And he said, so, uh, so last night I was, I was late for mass. I'm like, really? What happened? Like, well, I was talking to Monsignor Knox. One thing led to another, and all of a sudden, it's it's like 5:03. We got five o'clock mass on Sunday evening, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So he had to run across. You know, Father Jack saw him sprinting across the parking lot, getting over there, to go to church, and you know, on the outside, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, that's a little tough. That's a little embarrassing. I'm sorry. And on the inside, I'm like, that's hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> Man, I wish I was there. And he's like, yeah. And this morning, you know, Father Jack, he had a long weekend, went to bed at 8 o'clock, and he slept for 12 hours. And he woke up to the sacristan calling at like 8.08, .08 or 8 o'clock Mass, and saying, oh, Father Jack, you have Mass. And, you know, Father Jack is freaking out. And he calls Monsignor, he's like, Monsignor, I'm so sorry. Um, I, I can run over there, but can, can you say Mass for me? And he's like, I got it, I got it. And he's like, yeah, so Jack... Father Jack had a rough morning, and I'm like, gosh, man, you know what happens to the best of us? But on the inside, I'm like, man, my day just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> this is amazing, amazing material here. So uh, I had a great Monday, and I'm getting ready for bed, and I'm like, wow, there's something in the water. I better be careful. You know, get to bed early, set my alarm. I wake up, not today, Satan. You know, come down, seven o'clock mass, wonderful mood beautiful mass, you know, life is just vibing, right? Go back to the parish, like, man, it's just a great Tuesday. I'm going to go to the chapel. I'm going to get my prayers done. This is wonderful. So I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, you're just so good. This, thank you. This is amazing. I didn't miss mass. This is awesome. Later in the morning, Monsignor, you know, he texts me and he says, uh, how was mass this morning? Oh, Monsignor was great. Great mass. Confessions afterwards? Were there a lot of a lot of people at confessions after mass? No, like normal normal amounts, you know. Uh, it's like so you you didn't take like a real long time down there hearing confessions. Uh, I was like, no. Not. I'm just wondering why you weren't at grade school confessions at 8:30 that we have every Tuesday, and it was just just Jack and I hearing 65 confessions. Where were you at? And I was just like, oh my gosh, there it goes. <laughs> there it is. Just totally. I was in such a good mood, I forgot about it. So the Lord gave all of your priests a nice piece of humble pie this week, which is good for you to know. 
that we are human and uh, yeah, but it, it can so often be like that in life where we just think like, man, we're, we're getting it figured out and then the Lord throws us a curveball. We're like, where did this, where did this come from? And how do we react to those moments? We see in the gospel in the second reading, we see the Lord talking about, you know, he came here to, to die. And from the Jews' perspective, you know, they wanted David. They wanted a military king to come and kick the Romans out. They wanted someone to restore them back to the top. And Jesus, he's great, but where's your army, man? We got work to do. They had so long thought, they knew what Jesus was going to be doing here when he, the Messiah came. They weren't ready for this. They weren't ready for someone who was going to ultimately die in the most humiliating way possible, lifted up on a cross. And even our Lord, he asked, asked for this to pass. He knew what it was going to be. He's prophesying his death. He knew it wasn't going to be fun. Even a few hours before, Garden of Gethsemane, the Lord, let this chalice pass from me. Let this cup pass from me. But not my will. Your will be done. Brothers and sisters, I have to recognize that when those moments of humility come, when those moments when life throws us a curveball, we may even be doing the right thing, and all of a sudden it's like, God, where are you? What is going on? I thought I was doing the right thing, and all of a sudden, this didn't even seem like it's my fault. I don't get it. This, is, this isn't fair. That's when we get to see where our spiritual maturity is at. Are we able to take those moments with humility? Are we able to take those moments and still be obedient and to say, all right, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I trust you. Because those promises from the covenants, from the Old Testament, are still promises. The Lord does have us. Do we believe that? Or do we say, you know what, I better just try to figure this one out on my own. And then we start getting ourselves into trouble. And as we get closer to Easter, it's that purifying of our heart to be able to just say, Lord, anything that is not of you, remove it from my life. Remove it from my heart. And again, once, and, once again, brothers and sisters, the best way we can do this is through the sacrament of reconciliation. This Wednesday is the Be Reconciled Day. You know, we didn't have it last year because COVIDia, but again, first time I'm a priesthood, I'm so excited. All of the churches in the Diocese of Rockford on this Wednesday, March 24th, will be hearing confessions all day. All day. Nine in the morning to eight o'clock at night. There are, you know, 11 hours there for people to go to confessions. It's not just St. Pat's. The penitent has the right to anonymity. You can go to St. John Newman. You can go to St. Gauls in Elburn. You can go to St. Peter's in Geneva. You can go to Holy Cross in Batavia. You can go down to Aurora. They don't know you and you don't know them. You can go up to Huntley. Just go to confession. The whole diocese is here in confessions. Because yes, you have the right to anonymity, but you also, you also, just quit holding on to your guilt. Quit allowing that burden to crush you down in which you're just not able to, to see what the Lord wants to do in your life. It's such a weight. It's such a burden, our sin. And we're just, we're holding on to our hair and we're pulling it out and we're screaming and the Lord's like, come on, let go. Just let go. Help me help you. It starts with humility. I'm just saying, Lord, I messed up. 
I need your help. And once we're humble, then we can be obedient. So brothers and sisters, as we receive the Eucharist today, we ask the Lord to give us that, that grace to just be the tiniest bit humble so that we can see his will in our life and we can allow ourselves to go along with that higher plan, that plan that he has for you and your families and your loved ones in this parish community. Be humble so we can be obedient.